Well, here we, here we are, season Welcome. two. <laughs> We're going through it. Welcome to season two. Okay, great. I've been loving you all along, knowing that you never did. Gave all my attention when you barely more than to give. You taunt with your heart, but your heart it was never on the table. Are you even able to see how you pull on my heartstrings like I am a wonder do you ever wonder next topic if shawarma is actually rats because the food in it the meat the because it's this big hunk of meat on a pole and uh -huh. it rotates around and you never see dead rats on the ground so where are they going and are they being sold in shawarma stores <laughs> is my question to you because last night i had the most delicious rat <laughs> If that's the case, I see rats on the ground all the time. What do you, you actually? I've never. Well, seen I live in a New York. Rat. That's why. Right. Hmm. The U.S. is a real gritty Maybe place. Canada takes the rats and makes them into shawarma. That's what I'm saying. It could be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I. That's my guess. And um, no, I had the most delicious shawarma. You know when a place knows how to sauce food properly, it's the you mean best when they thing just like put a whole gallon on, like. It's lubrication to the nth degree. It is the most delicious sensation. It's white your mouth. sauce with a hint of rat. It like creams on the corners of your mouth. It's just like the best. Do you get any of the spicy sauce? You know, I'll tell you something. <laughs> I did not um, get it myself. It was purchased for me. So I didn't okay. choose the things. Uh -huh. But uh, Brad picked it out and uh, it was great. So well, props Brad. to Brad and, uh, you know, for a stranger, he really did a great job. Oh, <laughs> That's not he the was first a, time I've said that. <laughs> he was a, um, a rendezvous of sorts. No, no, no. Uh, he was, I went I to a, um, a show last night and was hanging out with a group of kids and, uh, Brad <laughs> okay. was one of the kids and, gotcha. uh, I gave him a 20 and said, he was going to get food and I was like, just get me whatever you're getting. And he oh, okay. How cute. Got me what I, well, he got me what I needed. So <laughs> mm -hmm. that's and really nice and creamy. And it was well, a that's creamy, cute. I thought you were like, oh delicious. yeah, we hooked up. And then we like went to each one after. And I'm like, you know, no. that's a no, 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 no. I'm not going to. And by the way, you eat before <clears throat> you hook up, but I guess you no, don't. You if, don't. You're, if you're a bottom, you don't. I mean, it depends. Also, what if you just get like a cramp or like really gassy? I never get cramps after eating. Um, no, but I'm, I mean, if you fucking you, I'm doing some handstand shit. By the way, you've me been around Kevin, me. I'm not doing acrobatics. I don't think I've ever farted in front of you and not by choice because I would. Oh, you know what? I have when we've like been walking. I'll be like, walk ahead. I got to fart. <laughs> right, but, right, like, right. But well, I, technically you, you farted behind me, not in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like. Even in the car, I never let anything loose, you know? So, yeah, as far as I know, I, well, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I probably of, did. There's a lot of meat to disguise some of that uh, scent because it's got to go through the cave that the you subway can fit flavors knuckle deep in. So it's oh. like, 
I thought you meant meat as in like the, the driving beans. around whatever shit we're eating. Oh, no. Mm. Oh. Anyway. anyway. That's, that's where we're at. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Great. Before we get into OK Greats, I heard that you were listening to a lot of Megan Trainer. Yes. I'm also curious if you, because I know you hate Taylor Swift. What do you feel about Carly Rae Jepsen? Do you hate her? Because I like Carly Rae Jepsen. Okay, I was going to say, I do don't you hate her listen she's to her music because it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for her voice. It's not I, cheesy enough for you. I don't like her music, but I like her as a person, <laughs> okay. you know, and I respect her. I don't respect mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. Megan Trainer has this new song called Made You Look that is actual crack. And I heard people it, say that. It's, I mean, she's songwriter first, as in, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of artists are whatever, but, you know, she, like, made her well shit as a songwriter this first. This song I've listened to on repeat because it's, um, for the past week because it's just that fucking good. I started forcing myself to listen to albums. I put them, I have a new playlist on Spotify now where it's called Albums I Have to Listen To or something like that because okay. I'm just like, I need to tap in with the children again. I need to know... So I don't even remember what I've listened to recently. Honestly, I just listened to Bjork and then went through a lot of old ones. But I have Carly Rae Jepsen on there. Mm. I have Taylor Swift on there. I haven't listened yet. I did while I was waiting for Curtis's diarrhea to be over. I was like, oh, I forgot Rihanna dropped a song last night. I listened to that. Yeah, it's like, not That's good. cute. I think oh, it's cute. I don't like but it. But it's for a movie. So like, I know. What do you expect? I'm like, but I know she's going to make a return because she's doing the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Um, but I got to be honest. I don't like slow songs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, it really is the thing. Like, I don't like things where people are like really in their feelings or when it's stream of consciousness. I am a person, I think just life in general. You just want pop. I like pop, commercial pop. things. Mm-hmm. I am a commercial per. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I am a consumer. But the ballads can be extremely commercial. I guess it's just like even older demographic than you because it's like moms. But like, I do like a Celine Dion ballad, you know? Okay. So, but those are actually hooky. So, I mean, that's the Sometimes. problem. Um, yeah, I mean, this one's like, it's more like soft. It's kind of like folky. Yeah, I was, that's, I, that's it. Folky. Folk is I like think that's what the garbage is. of the earth. I can't <laughs> stand. Why is it he, like... Uh, I'll go, tell Kelly you said that. You know what? Go and... Oh, yeah. No, but Kelly does other stuff too. But... um. Go on a prairie somewhere, live in a log cabin, and make that music on your own. I don't want to hear it. I love it. Well, it depends. It has to be done right. Go eat Um, some rolled oats and hang out. (laughs) I love rolled oats. (laughs) Kevin and I went on a little trip recently for our five year Annie. Congrats. And I was really tempted to take my flute and do like really dramatic because it was, we basically went like hiking. I was really tempted to take like dramatic like flute videos of me like playing transients in the middle of the forest. Then I was like, this is way too extra. Um, But unimportant. The last thing I wanted to say about Rihanna was obviously we all know she's like huge megastar. I didn't realize quite how big she is. Like we all know she's massive. Like, I already knew she's massive, but then I was like, just curious. I looked today because I like looking before artists, like big artists have a release. I like seeing their listeners and like their ranking in the world. Yeah. So I think Rihanna's like 54 million something listeners right now and 13th in the world. And that's before even counting this new song. And she hasn't released in so many years. Remember like, hello? in the 2000s, it was hit after hit. After yeah, it literally hit was album hit. a year or less even. Like there was not a time period where you couldn't turn on the radio and within 20 minutes hear Rihanna. Right. Like that. So, and 
every single party you go to, someone plays Rihanna. Of I mean, course. who's going to parties anymore? But I mean, <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, I know. Just, I'm in the minority now, but I'm also just far too fucking old to be going to parties. I mean, you House went to a parties. show that counts. They I could have played some Rihanna. They didn't. They played 80s, which I appreciated. They could have played SOS by Rihanna, which samples the 80s. True. Anyway, but yeah, so I'm curious to, first of all, curious to see how she's going to go up with this just one song. And then I am really curious for the Super Bowl, because I'm sure the rest of her music is not going to be like this. I'm sure no, her music is God. nothing like this. No. So I don't know. It could be. Maybe she's in her mom era and she's slowing it down. Adele style. So Jim I mean, ruin Adele everything. Already slow. They ruin <laughs> everything. Except your tax breaks. But I mean, technically, it's not really worth it. Did you know? Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming in Canada, tax you get breaks. tax breaks for being married, right? I don't like know. Something? I've never looked into it. You've never heard people talk about it, though? No. Oh, because the, maybe they don't do it then. Well, no. The US, remember, though. Like, oh, yeah. I grew- we wanted the tax break. Well, remember, I grew up in a family that does not speak of money. So the fact that yeah, but you still hear from other people. Like my, I don't think my parents ever talked about it. Um, I mean, talked about money, sure, but not talks about tax breaks. But I just remember hearing it growing up, like, ooh, get married for the tax breaks. I looked I've it up. Never Apparently, heard of that. it used to be more. But what kind of tax break? Like you basically just get like you know, say you have to pay whatever amount. Oh, it's like reduced. Yeah. Okay. So. The oh no, I'm thinking something different because I'm thinking like your finances are combined or whatever. But it's just like it's, it's very tied to that. To me. Yeah, but it, yeah. I thought it was like a lot because I was like, me and Kevin don't really care about marriage at all. I'm like, yeah. you know, like a fun love party would be cute, where like family and friends comes and everyone just parties and you get you know take pictures. But um, I was like, I don't actually care about marriage. But I was like, hmm. But actually, like, what if this like tax break is a lot? Like. What if we can basically make like five thousand a year? Would you be down? And he was like, "No, but look it up anyway." Uh, <laughs> he's um, like, five thousand is not enough. It's five hundred dollars is all you save." Do you know? You as married. you're speaking, I've decided that you were born in the wrong decade. I think you should have been 2000s. born in the sixties. Why? Because you are such a hippie. <laughs> you think hippies i mean i guess yeah honestly i went to a hippie church growing up and my sister doesn't want to oh, get did married you really she didn't want kids no like it's so... just your your outlook in like the live off the land free spirit type uh vibe is very 60s but what did i say just now that made you think that just the not marriage or was there something else um i think like the or uh, just clicked in a different let's way let's get married for a tax break you know like that kind of but stuff i don't is think just that's very... hippie i feel I like know. that's it very feels like very... modern okay i don't know i don't know it just struck me it hit me in the head <laughs> <laughs> it could be tied to other things you know yeah. maybe it wasn't just that thing um because i mean yeah i get that i'm very my mom's very hippie i'm very my mom loves tie-dye if you get my mom tie-dye anything, i can she so won't take see it your off. mom in tie-dye she oh yeah thousand percent a hundred i thought hundred which thousand. i have a zach bettinson tie-dye shirt um hanging right now to dry which i have worn a million times i love that shirt it's really I love cute. merch. I'm turning into Tina where it's like all I wear is merch. It's so adorable when you can also get I don't like a, leave the house. When you when you have an artist that you really love, you know, it's fun to wear their stuff. This is merch from one of the artists we've had on before, Shayna. Oh, cute. Um period. Okay. Okay, great time. Should we get into it? Yeah, do you want to take it? No, because I'm doing the song and I think you said years ago that that means you go first or maybe no whoever does a song goes first but if you want to switch that around then that's fine no i don't know i can't remember 
but that's what I did remember. But I was like, I'm sure I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> okay, great is very basic. My mom was here visiting, Cute. and um, it was lovely. It's one of those things where me and my mom have always been super close, but I feel like even that doesn't matter. You still have like a day or two where you kind of gotta like get in the vibe, of course, and all that stuff. So it's like, but I knew also that I was like, oh my god, by the time. Like once we get in the vibe, which is going to be in like two hours from now, she's going to be gone basically because she came on a Tuesday and mm. left on a Monday. And I was like, oh, I just knew it was going to be over quick. But the my favorite thing that we did was for any of you old people out there who like folk music. <laughs> just kidding. So me. <laughs> more like more like old people, rock singer, songwriter, Melissa Etheridge. Have you heard of her? Come to my window. You heard of her, though? Are you of only course. heard of her because we were talking about her? Of course, famed lesbian of the night. Yes. So we went to her concert. Um, she had this kind of like one woman show, like maybe she's trying you to do don't a say. in New York. <laughs> and it was actually okay, I heard about this. The she, tickets were a lot. She was on Watch What Happens Live promoting it. Um, it's like the um oh, cute. who's that old man that does uh Melissa Etheridge. Yeah. Um <laughs> No, there's like an old rocker that uh, Bruce Springsteen did a show mm. on Broadway that's like a one man show, and she's doing the same type of thing. Oh, so yes, sorry, that makes sense. With your story. That makes that's sense why the tickets it's... were so expensive, probably too. Well, because it's like a limited engagement; it was only for a, like a couple weeks. So I think you know she's probably yeah, like pitching it around and trying to get people to you know trying to get the powers to make it a bigger thing. Exactly. But I think it was sold out like every night. Of course, um, she's so had, talented and like, has so many hits. It was so interesting to. Well, I don't want to say she has so many hits. Maybe but you she don't has enough know to carry them, her through. You know, but like I feel like I, she has like three. I can remember her being on the radio and when I was thirty-two. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but my mom. Uh, okay, so this was a surprise for my mom. It oh, was something nice. that Alex Zone told me about because we were talking about like country people, and then he was like, "Oh, Melissa Etheridge has a thing in New York. You should mm -hmm. go." And I was like, "I'm not gonna go." And then I was like, "Wait, it's right when my mom is here." And I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh my god, this would be perfect because she was obsessed with Melissa Etheridge. It was one of the few." cd she had because my mom's not oh, really a wow. music person um she had the breakdown cd which i think had come to my window on it and um i remember her just like telling me about melissa as a kid and being like yeah she's lesbian she's queer this was before i was like out or really even knew what i was but it was cool to like hear about this person she always stuck with me and there were just other songs that my mom like connected me with and was like oh this is about um you know this type of thing this is about like this guy that got hate crimed and murdered and you know all this stuff and i was the like Trevor, oh my god uh what's his name i know i always yeah yeah but it's called scarecrow i think is the song yeah yeah um but anyway so i was like okay i don't know if i'll really care about seeing melissa etheridge in concert but i was like oh but it's kind of like a story of her life yeah and my mom's here and you know everyone's getting older you never know how much time you got left so i'm like let True. me do something special with my old lady and I took her there, and first of all, lesbians everywhere. Oh, it was amazing! Crawling from the sidewalks, of crawling course. from everywhere. It was so cool because I feel like as queer guys, like you're so used to being the majority. You know, you yeah. go in the club, and it's like guys everywhere, and you know, I don't necessarily feel any type of way about that, but it was nice to be in other people's space and be like a little observer and just see all the butch baddies like squirting and having a great time. Yeah. Like everyone just like being friendly with each other. Anyway, Billie Jean King was in the audience who, okay. if you don't know, a famous lesbian tennis player. 
um, oh nice um she like there was some dude who was talking shit in like the 80s or something and he was like i can beat any woman tennis player he was like the top ranked and she was the top ranked and then she beat his ass anyway the show was great when i told my mom where we were going she literally cried and she was like oh my Aww. god i've always wanted to see her i've never seen her That's so, so sweet it was really cute and okay can you tell me how uh -huh. much were tickets i'm just uh, curious it, our tickets were close to the back and they were 89 each including the okay the that's things. like a normal price for someone of her caliber yeah i mean i think it makes sense yeah i was just like i don't have money it's funny i told my mom i was like mom i really want to take you to this thing and i want to like take you out to dinner but i can't afford to do, do all of this yeah so i was like pick <laughs> uh, she was like well basically she was like oh i'll split the tickets with you and i was like okay so uh, basically i'm paying for myself to go and then i'll like pay for dinner right and like travel there um Did but you, she was this mind. in the city yeah, this is in the city. Now, where did you go to dinner? Because that's what I'm curious about. We next. just went to some Thai place near oh, the okay. venue. We okay, were just walking nice. around. Nice. Because she wanted to eat by the venue. Because she And she also was like, she was so excited. It was so cute. She was like, I want to like, let's go walk by the venue first. So we make sure we know where it is. I don't want to be late. Oh, and we'll that eat is here. And <laughs> it was really wholesome. Like, I didn't expect her to honestly be as excited. Because I didn't know that she was so in love with Melissa. I thought it was just like, oh, I have her album. I remember that song. This would be fun. Let's go. Yeah. But she was like so happy. And then the, like the last song, of course, was come to my window. Of course. It was you like got to save that shit. Audience singing moment. You might um, say that's her uh, happy, happily ever after. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Um, you might, you might say that. Um, I was like, oh, it was so fun. The whole audience was singing it. And it just felt like such a great moment for human connection. And oh, <laughs> but speaking of human connection, did Kathy find any K-holes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I no? was the one sitting next to the fun moms oh, um, damn. who were there. And it's funny because one of them lives like 10 minutes from me, like in the city next, like next door. She was like, I'm from blank redacted. And I was like, oh my God, I'm from right over here. Um, but yeah, it was really cute. And Melissa was like, the whole show was really good. It was really interesting, like learning about her life and that she literally was like performing in lesbian bars in LA and then had a friend's like, friend of a label head basically was like you're gonna come see my friend perform at this lesbian bar and a bunch of people came of course and they were like we don't want to sign her ew and then one guy finally came and was like yeah like a woman's gonna be the next face of like rock and then yeah. they signed her and the rest is history i love so representation that. matters square it was really good show i, I hope it gets now, turned into a um special I gets a residency sort. or something but yeah. like i would like to see it filmed you know because i that don't know sense. that i would go to a live show uh, yeah just because like it's she's I not my go vibe alone. but um and I don't like, know anyone else I would go with either. So, but like that's the thing. Like I think there are people for with my mom that I'm sure she would go nuts, and I would go to something like, for example, my mom goes nuts for Elton John. I mm -hmm. do not, but that is something I would take my mom to. You right. know what I mean? But she's been to like eighty. Do you Elton think John's your mom made you gay by listening be. to Elton John? Likely, yeah, 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 yeah. Between that, Same and with my mom uh, and Melissa, that and Jan Arden um never heard of that person no i think she's only a canadian singer oh, okay uh now correct me if i'm wrong but your mom seems like the type to me that uh if you like when she's in an environment like a concert if you just like nudged her and introduced her to someone and sort of like facilitated the conversation she could get really like vibey with someone and like start a <laughs> friendship and but i don't think that she I would instigate is she, she definitely someone... wouldn't instigate right 
yeah she would have to see the thing is like we also hung out with kevin's mom kevin's mom is very chatty my mom is actually like pretty shy introverted yeah i feel like she likes to kind of just stick to herself but with the right person yeah of course she's very much like that so like with kevin's mom uh they had met like only one other time before but we all went to like a museum together yeah and they was just like chatting walking Aww. around oh kathy look at this isn't that such a good feeling when like your, your significant others like family gets along with yours and you like see them vibing such yeah, a good feeling. it was very cute. I feel yeah. like Betty, uh, Kevin's mom is really similar to my dad too. So I thought it was kind of funny, like Got seeing you. my mom and her interact. The dynamic. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was cute. And we also went and visited uh, my friends and their baby. So my mom got to visit my sperm donation child uh -huh. um, so it was cute we just did a lot of stuff we cleaned the garden we did s'mores and cute. um did you use any time. of the quarantine chocolate that your sister so generously donated I think to we finished you? that oh did we did when I was there I think so maybe we did we did eat a lot of s'mores that night yeah yep it's true period well that's the end of mine what about yours oh well I'll tell you um so i had an altercation at the uh did you go looking for it <laughs> well yeah because you know i told you i have to go experience the world so i have an okay great because my memory is so bad there's no way i could remember anything beyond i know it's like we had three months to think of stuff and i'm like i don't know i'll talk about my mom <laughs> so uh i ran out of anxiety medication is mm. how this starts and I called the pharmacy because I needed to get it refilled. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I don't memorize the names of my prescriptions. Like, I don't know what the names of the drugs are. I'm just yeah, like, I've never really had is it in my so hand, putting it in. <laughs> right. Um, that's the other thing, too. Like, I'm I'm. I'm not someone who's ever really taken medication before. Mm -hmm. um, and this is the first time that like I have stuff that I can take when I need it and whatever. So I call the um, pharmacy and I say, I need to get a refill. And they're like, they pull up my file and they say, oh, is it for pant whatever? And I'm like, I guess so. I don't know. Like it's, it's I need refill. Did you not have the old bottle? I always rip the labels off the bottles. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a weird person. Okay. So um, I get to the pharmacy and then I ask, I eventually this fucking lineup at this pharmacy. I live in the center of hell is what I'll tell you, because this area is so concentrated with people. There are even more condos going up beside me. Mm. I feel like the earth is going to sink whole. Yeah. underneath me very soon because there's so many people like i feel like there's millions of people moving into my asshole every day right so i'm in line Lucky. i wait for like 10 minutes and then i get to the pharmacist and he pulls my thing up and he's like okay so this is for uh acid reflux i was like acid reflux no no it's it's whatever he's like oh uh well this is a refill for acid reflux and i was like well i that's not the right prescription i guess because i guess at one point or another and now i'm remembering when i got my voice checked like mm. in 2018 they said that acid might be coming up my throat and that's why oh, i'm losing God. it okay um so i had a prescription and i guess there was still a refill and um he was like 
oh, well, uh, then let me pull up your file and we'll see if there's uh, something else. And he pulled up my file. He's like, well, there's uh, a prescription here for an inhaler and there's a prescription here for acid reflux pills. I was like, oh, okay. Well, like, what about this other thing? Um, And he's like, well, do you know the name of it? And I'm like, I have no idea. He's like, well, what is it for? And I was like, there's a lineup of 20 people behind me. Some of them are like, attractive gaze and i'm like you know that's kind of personal like th- it should be in my file i don't really want to say it out loud thank you so much mm-hmm. and um then he was like well i'll get you a pen and paper and you can write it down and i was like god no wonder there's a fucking line i'm at this place you take your sweet ass time they don't know how so to do anything then he brings me the paper and i'm like i write in big letters anxiety and then he's like oh uh, and then he looks at the computer for one second. He's like, oh, yes, there is a prescription here on hold for that. And I was like, hello, where uh, where have you been? Uh, so anyway, he says he's going to refill it. And he says, I'll be back in or come back in like 30 minutes. And I'm like, OK, well, I'll be back in 30 minutes on the dot. So then um I go do some things at home. Luckily, I live like three minutes from the pharmacy. So it's right. not like a huge thing. I go back and there's another lineup and I wait my turn, go up to him, pick up the prescription, pay for it and go home. Then you realize it's for acid reflux. Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> it's for acid reflux. He's given me the prescription, the wrong prescription. He sold it to me with uh, anyway, you know how this goes. So this was last night and I was like, okay, I'm going, I, my plan was I went to a concert last night, but I went to my friend Tara's first and hung out with her for a bit before I went to the concert. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll go pick up this stuff on the way to Tara's because it's on the way anyway. And I'm, I have to go and get ready because God forbid I leave my house without bronzer on. Mm-hmm. So Amen. Uh, get home, uh, do my thing, prep, go all the way over to the pharmacy again, Another lineup. And this time there's a woman there who's asking all of these questions about her prescription. Literally every single detail that's in those printouts that you get, Mm. she wanted to hear verbally. Apparently she's a verbal learner. So Mm -hmm. then she uh, receives the prescription from this guy and he hands it to her and she looks at it and she's like, Oh, this is only for five days. The doctor said seven to me. And that's the pace she talked at too, which, you know, that thrills me. So then she goes to open it up and he's like, no, it's for five days. Well, that's not what the doctor said. And then she pulls out her iPhone one and pulls up her emails and starts reading. How big was the font? 68 her age it it, it goes up every year (laughs) but here's the thing she was looking at emails that she had not read yet rather than trying to find the prescription from her doctor (laughs) and i'm just like are you you know you can picture my face at this time and then i'm like so then i pipe up and i say uh excuse me, while you're checking your lotto numbers, do you mind if I get my prescription and uh, you can figure out what you need to do over there? And the pharmacist laughs. And then I 
tell him you fucked up and you gave me the wrong prescription and I need my anxiety medication and blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> Got it. Went to Tara's. The downside is my medication is now at Tara's because I didn't want to bring it with me to oh. the concert. So we're living the raw. Is not over. <laughs> the we're living not raw. Over. That, ladies and gentlemen, is my okay great of the day. I love it. Yeah. What a random turn of events. Yeah, always. Random, just like this week's topic. You know, you've really come into your own. <laughs> I always come into my own. Yeah, I bet. Um, I have it pulled up here, if you're interested. I am interested. Yeah. You, am I supposed to pull it up, too? Or are you just going to tell me what I you see? I was thinking all... Whoa. <laughs> my voice got <laughs> really... Went into the, the pharmacy lady again. No, I was thinking... <laughs> I was thinking about my pussy. Yeah. Um, by the way, I think the medication was for some sort of viral infection. So God bless. Hope the bitch is okay. Hope she's okay. But yeah. like, hope she makes it to sixty nine for many reasons. Yes. Uh yeah. If you want to pull it up too, my dog is having a homosexual attack. I don't or is know he what... having diarrhea? No, he's just screaming. But I think I'm just give me one sec to check on him. Love okay. It. Yeah. I'm gonna pause. So, okay. uh. Uh, the the answer to what my dog was doing, uh, we recently restocked the G R E E N I E S in <laughs> yeah, okay. my um in my kitchen. -E -N -I -S, yeah, and now he just spends his days yelping at the counter, <laughs> waiting. And it's also he doesn't actually need to go out sometimes to pee, but he knows that if he goes out when he oh, who comes told you back, this? In, was it me? <laughs> yeah. When he comes back in, he gets rewarded. So then he goes out more because of it. And it's just like, I have created a nightmare. And that's yeah. why I'm never going to be a parent. So you gotta slow him down, slow him down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, today's topic is uh random generated. Uh, we're yes. gonna take different things, questions. They're gonna be pushed to us by uh chatterbait.com. Yeah. And then we are going to act them out on chatterbait.com. <laughs> virtually with uh a pegging device yeah yeah <laughs> do, you have, do you have it pulled up i do i have the first question okay well then take it away sister it says has anyone ever saved your life mm. do you want me know. to go first yeah you know i feel like i've saved my life many times <laughs> to be honest <laughs> that counts, um, I guess. Well, because I've gotten myself in a scenario where I've said or done something that could have put my life in jeopardy and then I've gotten out of it. Um, actually, I think Will has probably saved my life before. Um, there was one time in particular where, oh, oh, Connor saved my life. Here you go. Here's a story that you may not okay. know. Okay. Um, I was at. Uh, a bonfire party out in the woods uh, when I was growing up in Woodstock. That's what they did, like out on, on yeah. like a farm field. Right. With all straight and all straight hicks. Okay. Um, but hicks got dicks. they they were bullying me so much while I was there. I went mm -hmm. with Connor and his girlfriend um, like calling me the F word, um, mm -hmm. all sorts of things like that to a point where the guy that, 
um, was saying all of this stuff. His girlfriend was there as well, and she was jumping in. So at one point or another, my only defense mechanism um, or like my only fighting thing is my tongue. Mm. Um, and I know I can and cut I with ate it. his ass till he died. I, so uh, I turned to the girl after she said something really awful. I can't even recall what it was. And I said, mm-hmm. wow, that dress almost makes you look thin. Um, and <laughs> then the boyfriend immediately bopped me in the eye and started punching me like crazy and connor jumped in and saved the day and that's Mm. that's the story of and i just knew that that was the only thing i could say that would hurt her so Mm -hmm. i did and get them to stop yeah obviously and it it did stop but oh (laughs) no i they stopped making fun of me immediately (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, because they were busy kicking my ass yeah but yes that would be a time (laughs) so how about you (laughs) i don't know i'm trying to think i feel like there's definitely been like near death experiences i don't know if i can think of a time someone saved my life except for there was definitely like one time where i was like choking on something and like my mom gave me the heimlich or something sexy but other than that i'm like i I'm not sure. I'm sure there's something I can't think of right now. Or like, I guess if I just mentioned near death things or a lot, not even near death, but just like, oh, this could have gone really bad. So like in college, I did gymnastics for a year. And so I was feeling really confident. And I went to like, you know, the pool at the hotel one day when we were like, you know, during the summer or something, we were visiting family or whatever. And I was doing flips and flips and flips. And then someone took a video and I didn't realize I had missed like hitting my head on the edge of the pool by like an inch. Like it was so close. They were like, don't do that again. (laughs) Because I think I did it like fine a few times. Yeah. And then uh, one of the times though, they were like, maybe it was when I did a backflip. They were like, yeah, don't do that one because you almost died. Mm. The other story that I can say that isn't near death for me, I'm sure I'll think of it after we end recording. I'll be like, oh my God. Um, but my dad and I saved someone's life before, which is a fun story. Okay. We were driving home from I my parents are divorced. Boo, poor me. And so I was visiting my um, divorced and without cable, I'll add. Yeah. Well, my dad did have cable. Oh, so I eventually he got that cable. in the separation. <laughs> yeah, he got the cable to buy my love. Yeah. Um so I was visiting him. I would visit him like every weekend and we were driving back and I noticed like two houses away from our house. I'm like, there's a lot of smoke coming out of that window. And my dad's like, huh? And I'm like, dad, I think we should stop because I think there's a fire. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he stops and then we like knock on the door and no one's answering. And the smoke is like getting even thicker And you can hear like fire alarms going off inside. And I'm like, I don't hear anyone moving. So I don't remember if the door was unlocked. I don't think my dad like broke the door down, but I'm pretty sure when he opened it, he was like, stay outside, just get the hose ready. Um, He opened the door and I'm pretty sure the guy was like, kind of like had fallen down in the kitchen and there was like the oil was on fire and stuff was like burning anyway we called the fire department and they gave us like a hundred dollar gift card as a thank you for saving the guy's life because no one else was home it was just like this old guy right um but i didn't really do anything because i was probably like 12 i just had yeah. those ready but i was i told my dad to stop so that's an important part. i mean he wouldn't have seen it without your contribution so well, he did see go. it but then he didn't stop <laughs> he was like oh and I was like, Dad, I think there's an issue. But yeah, 
You want Sorry. to write the next one? Uh, one sec. Curtis is He's like diarrhea. going nuts. You want to do the next one? Yes, I do. Okay. What is the worst fast food restaurant? Uh, I'm going to immediately go with KFC. I feel like we talked about this before. I'm- and it's just because they gave me green and purple chicken one time. Right. And they're worse than Popeye's. So it's like, what's the point? Um, yeah. But you could also say like, oh my God, any of those like salad places, like cho- is it called chopped or something? Sweet green. I know that's one of them. Those are it's all like, American. Why but I know are what you're you talking about? Yeah. It's like you're paying like $15 for a salad with like two pieces of chicken. It's like, make it at home. Make it at home. You can have like 10 for the same price. Yeah. But sometimes you're not at home. So yeah. That's but just the like, issue. Take it. It'll- Get a uh, little Tupperware. So, but not, like, like the fact that people go to lunch, they go to work, and yeah. every day they're like, "I'm gonna get I got a fifteen dollar salad. It's so good for their fucking two walnuts and two little cubes of chicken." And then they're hungry as fuck within thirty minutes because all they ate was a leaf. The, I won't argue that it's ridiculous. I will say though, Sorry, if I'm you not mad at the, you. I'm mad at people who order the, fucking sweet greens. I, I just it. think like <laughs> I, I think it's ridiculous if someone Uber eats sweet greens. I'll say that. I think it's but, ridiculous Uber eating anything because you might as well use seamless because the fees are less. I don't even know what seamless is, but Grubhub. Um, never heard of it. Well, I have heard of it, I think, but we don't have that. But I was going to say, if you have the disposable income, go for it. Not a big deal. Yeah, but you're just going to like eat again anyway, because it's not even well, satisfying. If you can spend $15 on a salad, you can afford to eat again. Well, it's the type <laughs> of people who will be like, oh, I'm so poor. And then it's because they're spending $15 True. on a salad. I'll, it's I'll, like, I'll agree. Snack. I'll agree. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and I, like, this is a tough thing for me because I don't actually know of any fast food that I disagree with. <laughs> what about Long John Silver's? You got her? I like it. I have no issues with it either. Yeah, like I... <laughs> I honestly don't think there's any fast food that I would be like, absolutely not. Well, what's your least favorite? I guess Chick-fil-A. Okay, win. There we go. <laughs> We've solved it. Yeah, because I'll just never eat there for uh, sexual reasons. Right. Um, Homosexual reasons. Exactly. You've got it down pat. By the way, they're expanding in Canada to like 20 more locations. Or sorry, in Toronto. Oh, um, which is that makes sense. You know, I'm I'm conflicted because it'll be nice to not have the litter down my streets of all of the Chick-fil-A things because people will have other places to go uh, buy Chick-fil-A options, and litter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, it's upsetting that a lot of people just either don't realize what they're doing or don't care. Yeah. At this point, like, that's a lot of expansion. Like. It really is. And that's, like, th- the problem is, I'm, I guess it's just the old gay in me. Oops. That's, like, I take that as a complete personal attack from humanity. Right. Um, so, because it's just, like, how could you, in good faith, be going to support that? Yeah. Anyway, that's that. Do you want to random generate my pussy? Yeah, it's a quick and easy one. What's good. something that you bring with you everywhere you go? Well, duh, my phone. Something preferably more interesting or unique than your phone. Yeah. I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't I, I don't bring a lot of shit with me when I go places, you know? Like, what do you bring? I don't know. Now that I'm in New Jersey, I will say when Corey was here, was this the last time? That might have been June, actually. We got this little, we went to the thrift store and I got this little um satchel side bag yes. purse thing that has a pug on it yeah so now i bring that everywhere and if i go to the city usually i'll take like a portable charger but 
literally otherwise it's just wallet keys and phone like yeah i don't even bring a fucking wallet i bring my phone because there's two cards in my phone and that's right. it girly right. sometimes i don't bring my phone sometimes i don't bring my wallet sometimes i bring my keys i love not having anything on me except my dick and balls that's all you need is and it multi-purpose because you can exactly. use it to identify the closest chick-fil-a all exactly. right it's like next a <laughs> that's up to my you. advocate you're next you're next uh what is a controversial opinion you have mm, sweet green oh i might need a second to think about this well what controversial not... opinion am i okay with sharing <laughs> Lord. Um, okay, wait, here's one. Okay. Here's one that's um semi-relevant. So you saw how Taylor Swift had uh you have you seen the controversy about her music video where it, on the scale it says the word fat? Yes, and I did see took it out of the music video because people were saying that it was contributing to or like basically her saying that being fat is bad and her being fat phobic. And no, I didn't the watch the video. Sorry, can I just I'm interject for a right now? Corey. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. You can go. I was, all I was going to say is like the fact that Taylor Swift, who I can tell you right now has never been overweight her in her entire life, mm -hmm. has any sort of opinion on weight or is weighing in on weight whatsoever when she has never been in a place where she's been obese irritates me because as a person who has yo-yoed up and down my entire life you're not allowed to weigh in unless you literally have weighed in before <laughs> you know like it just that bothers me anyway go See, ahead that's the popular opinion because yeah. the thing for me is i don't think she's saying that being fat is bad i'm thinking i'm perceiving it as her being like people are calling me fat people are body shaming me people are you know maybe projecting things onto me like people have eating disorders for a reason like everyone feels the pressure to be thin until you have broken out of this whatever poor so, taylor i hope she can wipe her tears away with dollar bills i mean I but mean, would you say the same thing to someone who feels fat and you they know they're not maybe or they think they are and they're like 70 pounds you know what i mean i get like, it if you have a, a thing but also if it's like the thing the difference too is that like she's been in the media for so long and she could still be skinny but they'll call her fat and they'll put her all over the magazines and say like look at this whale and all this stuff and over time Do they that's gonna really break call her a whale yeah of course what i don't know have you have, have, did that. you live in the 90s i mean i don't know if no, they specifically said that but they're like were ooh, they? <laughs> look at like chunky taylor like ooh, taylor's four months pregnant ooh, like look at this she's really gaining weight look at those massive thighs she's blah 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 you know yeah. like all of these things and it's another thing where it, like you know then that reflects onto other young people where it's basically i'm just my perspective on all of this if i can finish now um is that i feel like they you know people were bullying her for taking it out and saying that she's being fat phobic when it's just a reality that everyone feels the pressure to be thin and to be fit so by her saying that's one thing that she's self-conscious of it doesn't necessarily mean that she thinks being fat is bad at all but she's saying other people are projecting that it's being fat onto her and it's making her self-conscious so my unpopular opinion again if i may finish is that i don't think she had to take that out because i don't think that she was being hateful i think she was just saying something that was uh you know affecting her and her perspective on this and i don't think that's a bad thing your turn great um so many opinions uh but i do think that 
um, there's a difference between someone who that's not a reality that they're fat and they're being called that and someone who feels and knows that they may be overweight and is being called that. I and get that. I think also, why the fuck are you even bringing it up? Like, I just, I don't. Well, it's like the one other thing little too is word I, out of a ton. I just, the other thing too, is I have a really hard time separating my feelings for her <laughs> with anything. So like, regardless of what she does, she can't win with me. Like, right. that's just the reality. So I'm acknowledging that. But also like, she's just so fucking unbearable. Like, I just... There is, I, next topic, I can't, like, I just get so angry with her because I, there is something underneath her that I cannot stomach. I and just can't imagine feeling this strongly about anyone. Like, I, there is no celebrity that I care enough about that I would ever even be this angry at them for You existing. know, there are people that I get this way with too. Like, I just, when I sum them up in my mind and I've made up my mind, we're good. And that's it. Like, it's just, I've always been very decisive in my opinions. And that's just the beauty of being me. Decisive. The new song by Kiso Sikori Stewart. Yes. What's your unpopular opinion that you're going to share today? I hate Taylor Swift. That's, <laughs> no, that's um, pretty popular. Yeah, I know. I feel like it's 50 50. People are really coming around, I think. This is like. <laughs> Well, say, I will say it was a win for you because a lot of people were like, this was not her best album, but I haven't listened. I'm interested to hear. Yeah, Zach tweeted, oh no, I don't like it. And um, yeah, everyone I, knew what that meant. And I sent a gif that said that had a captain and he's saying, welcome aboard. Oh. <laughs> um, controversial opinion. Um, you know, I think for this particular thing, uh, I literally every opinion i have is pretty controversial so it's we true. can just say that i've given enough you have yeah just watch the other <laughs> older episodes of the podcast and you'll hear all his but also even today i feel like there's enough to really light a fire in a lot of people so maybe you're welcome some of these questions are stupid yeah i skipped a few oh what this one was what kind of case do you have for a phone like what the fuck who cares um yeah, a lot of these are really bad. What was the last thing you purchased? Oh, uh, this energy drink. And also, oh, this, these are just delicious. And I like if I ever can, <laughs> if I can ever invest in a drink, uh, there's this drink called Karma. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is it's water. But then there's a special cap on top. And by the way, I know this is a marketing thing and I'm Oh, and you for tap it. it and then the flavor goes in. But it's all probiotics and like vitamins and things that activate once they hit the water because the oh, thing like is vitamin water. The thing is that vitamins like the vitamin water and all of that, when the vitamins are sitting on the shelf in the water, mm -hmm. they deactivate over time. Mm -hmm. This little press thing. You put it in and you're guaranteed mm, that the fresh. vitamins are fresh they're and ready fresh. to go. The thing and with vitamin water is it has like one vitamin and it has like 15%. Like there's there's nothing in it. Oh, and it's sugar, vitamin it's water. Just, but it's just Gatorade in a different bottle. 
but I do love myself this karma drink, but it's very expensive. So I don't have it often, but like every once in a while, when I want that fucking probiotic, get that I'll... sponsorship. Oh, well, when you were sick, you had a good reason. That's, oh, that's exactly what we why. To talk about, you know what? The last thing I purchased was nothing. Cause I shoplifted it all. <laughs> um, actually I bought a pair of earrings that I probably shouldn't have bought. Um, because I need to save money. But I was like, oh, these are so pretty. It was this vendor at the Brooklyn Museum. They're like yeah. these golden earrings. I posted a picture when I wore that like ugly hat and earrings and I posted something about Anime Boss, whatever. It was, oh, they're like these that. gold wiry earrings and they're kind of like a ball that's like crumpled on itself. It's hard to explain, but basically okay. it's one wire that's like wrapped all around itself. Um, Wait, before we get into the next topic, I have a random generated... uh From your mind? From my mind. And right. it was, what was the last thing you shoplifted? Um, I got Corey into shoplifting, everyone. <laughs> well, uh, probably the last I mean, thing allegedly, I shoplifted no, was... We haven't shoplifted anything. Uh, Spice Girls chocolate bar when I was in grade eight, I would say. That's not what you told me. I don't know what you're discussing. <laughs> he may or may not have taken a ginger shot from a location i don't know seven dollar what kisos is referring to but i will say that i have <laughs> noticed in stores that uh pressed juices which cost literally cents for a an organization to make mm -hmm. are priced like they are liquid like luxury I am. I liken it to how much it costs to get sperm from a sperm bank. That's mm. how expensive juice presses are. Mm. Um, and you can which, make it at home for free. <laughs> same sperm thing. and juice. What you have at home. Yeah. So yes, uh, I do enjoy a ginger shot, and Mood. we'll leave it there. How about yourself? I um, was gonna shoplift a little bit more. Usually, I try to keep it around like under ten dollars uh-huh um so this time my strategy was i just put something had kind of fallen in a bag it was this bag of frozen mango chunks because i love a frozen mango chunk yeah it had kind of fallen in the grocery bags i brought and i was like you know what let me just stuff it in there and leave it in there and then i don't have to scan it i'm just gonna put it on the scale i do not know how people are managing having families and feeding them well right now with mm -hmm. the prices in grocery stores and it's still it, going up it is out of this world how much my bill has one person i'm spending 120 a week that is insane to me mm -hmm. and i'm not getting frills i'm buying sale items like and let's also clarify this is canadian so it's so that's like US 90 dollars us mm -hmm. okay um wild to me i i just don't understand and you know it's funny there's this uh family in canada called the weston family and they mm -hmm. own the major uh pharmacy and they also own the major grocery stores across the country mm -hmm. and like there's varieties of the grocery stores under the same umbrella they sent out an email two weeks ago that got them in huge sort of backfire Freaky. it backfired on them because they said relax everyone we realize prices are going up, but guess what? Our no-name products, we're going to price freeze them until the end of January so that those won't increase no matter what. Meanwhile, the price of the no-name stuff has been creeping up the entire time up until oh. now. And they have to report their profits because they're a uh, public company. company. <laughs> they 
their profit margins went up. I'm wrong with this, but I think something like 60 or 70% mm -hmm. over the past two years. I believe that. And they're sending this heroic email out to everyone that right. don't worry. We, we're So then all of these memes started circulating in Canadian Twitter where it's like, let them eat no name cake. <laughs> it was just very funny. <laughs> that's but cute. Yeah. That's what's but the uh, price gouging isn't cute. I heard also awful. a lot of people not heard, but oh my god, I keep burping all of a sudden. There's uh, everyone's talking about like uh, how gasoline prices. They're still like pretending that you know there's like shortages and things, or that like I don't know. There's all this stuff basically where like the government is making it sound like we're about to go into recession in the U.S. Meanwhile, it's like unemployment's at the lowest it's been in a while. That's and all the this stuff. thing. And like gasoline is actually not expensive right now per barrel, but they're like making it more expensive, blah, blah, blah. Not to tempt fate, but everyone is talking about how we're entering a recession. And it feels like, yeah, because these companies are doing that. Right. To they're us. doing it on purpose. Like, all you have to could, do is say, hey, don't. We could avoid this, you know. Right. Um, but the one thing that is interesting is that um, it's becoming a condo buyer's market right now. Um, so where are you going to move? I'm I'm seriously giving it thought. And I think by January, I'll make a decision. Um, like, I'm going to... By January. By January, I'm going to make a decision. But I've always dreamed of living on the Toronto waterfront with a balcony that looks over the water. Mm -hmm. I just, that will make me happy. I mean, for that's at least... like the, yeah, two years. I was exactly. Say, no, that's like the view, you know, like that's the spot. And it's just like, I love water. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I do. Like being by water puts me in a, the zenist I can get. Yeah. Okay. So like, I just, I would really like that. So that sounds cute. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway. Do you want to do one last oh, one? Oh, yeah. We'll do one final. I'll spin the wheel on the donkey. <laughs> Get us a good one. Yeah. What is your favorite way to waste time? Uh, honestly, the only way I waste time is watching videos on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of videos um lately i haven't been doing it as much lately i like don't even finish but usually i'm just like literally whatever topic i'm like, obsessed with at the time like there was a time i was really obsessed with learning about like what like the imagination of blind people and deaf blind people and like how they dream and things like that so i was just watching like documentaries and things for like two hours most of the time i'm literally just watching like strategies on like whatever video game i'm obsessed with or like music production stuff or like random documentaries, but YouTube is my go-tube. As you and then porn oh, tube, red porn tube. Um, as you say that, you know what? That might be my Achilles heel too. Um, but I get deep into like interviews with either like people I like oh. um mm. from like twenty years ago, or mm. I will find some person in albuquerque's take on garcelle's view on yes. the recent episode of real houses of beverly hills like literally the the scum off the back of a turtle's back makes a video about the real housewives and i will watch it yeah like that's that's where i'm throwing a lot of my time away Turtles and, of a feather flock together and you know what 
I love every second of it. And <laughs> I, there was BravoCon in New York, um, which next year I am not missing that. Like, uh, looking all the oh i heard that didn't it go like crazy or something and people like broke the in first day the first day stampeded. they didn't have enough security and there was a whole thing but <laughs> the thing is they put a lot of the content on youtube uh-huh um and i've consumed all of it in the course <laughs> of like literally every morsel right i been there really am that is my passion <laughs> oh bro no, i get that yeah it is. I love Bravo television so much. And I know that's such a stereotypically gay thing, but it's. Would you ever start like if you had time, would you have interest in doing like breakdowns of episodes or like, you know, doing one of those YouTube channels? I think there's enough of them, you know, but, like, do like, you have interest in it? Like if, if you were like, some... if you knew like, oh, people would watch it, like not necessarily saying you'd be the biggest whatever, but like, oh, you'd have an audience like it'd be worth your time. It'd be fun. I don't think that I would have the patience to keep up with all of the news mm, that happens every true. day. It's a lot of work to like compile everything and then display it in us. And also what about if you had a solo podcast going through every episode of just like, oh, the episode last night, you know, just like the day after the episode or whatever. I couldn't keep up with it. I think there's just like the fact that like if I was being interviewed about it and someone else was asking me mm. questions right done i don't want to have the <laughs> yeah. pressure of waking up the next day after an episode and being like or even like having to do it right after right. like i like to go to bed after i watch it it's like my <laughs> it's my like therapy you know like i watch it i feel good people are so you know what it is it makes me feel good about myself because these people are so fucked up that I don't feel bad about myself. That's like at the all. stereotypical. That's like the stereotypical reality show fan thing. If everyone's like, yeah. oh, I watch it to make myself feel better because they're all like terrible people. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> it really works. Yeah, it does. Um, and you know, the problem is that you sometimes pick up some of their traits because it starts yeah, normalizing. Because if it's the last thing you watch before bed, it's it starts normalizing behavior that's not okay. So it's sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, catch 22 but it's very good anyway that's where we are that's um, where we are i just want to say also and i know this story's been beaten to death but kanye west is a piece of shit asshole from hell and i hope that he rots and that's yeah. it i get it i agree but i feel like so are so many people so i never am like feel the need to like single him out because i like, do because so to people spread anti-semitism uh to the world in a, on a platform so publicly and to basically uh invoke neo-nazis um i get that i just feel like everyone on fox news does the same thing every single day not this directly my so, friend not this like... directly i found it sickening i think he is a dirt pile and i hope that he gets everything that's coming to him and that's it period do you want to tell everyone what the song of the week is now that we've uplifted everyone with that? Yes. Well, speaking of Kanye, who's someone people might say is delusional. Um, we yes. have, <laughs> we <laughs> have really a song pulling through with these segues. You know it. Yeah. We have a song by one of the artists who was on the first leg of our quarantine tour. By the way, Florida dates were doing Miami and Orlando in December. Yes. Tickets are available now. Teen will be there. Ark Horton, the famous author, will be there. Mm -hmm. And Big Dick and Mike, Mike Nooney will be there. And <laughs> Big Dick we, Mike. 
<laughs> and um, anyway, we're really excited. But we did the East Coast tour in September. That's why we've been gone for so long because we've been busy. And one of the artists who was at our North Carolina date is William Neesmith, one of our also friends of the podcast who's been on an episode. Such a long intro. Anyway, he deserves it. Seeing him live was so amazing. Life changing. I'm not, He's I'm so not good. He's so good. And I'm not kidding. I cried when he played this yep. song live. I literally cried. Um, it's a song called Delusional. Basically, the chorus says, maybe I'm delusional for loving you. Like, oh, you can feel it already. It's haunting. It's amazing. Um, I hope you all go listen to Delusional by William E. Smith. Anything quick you want to say about? William? I just think William is a real talent. And if you get a chance to see him live, um, and I hope that he does more shows of his material mm -hmm. because his material is he is a excellent songwriter. Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely so developed and so insightful and really has mastered looking inward and conveying that to song and just a real talent. So Word. here's a little clip from delusional. the next couple weeks so i hope that all of you, you get a month yeah i hope that all of you are enjoying this delicious taste of the creamery we've we've whipped up for you the creamy shawarma come <laughs> exactly okay everyone thanks <laughs> follow us and things bye, bye.